Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I'm not used to any of the Texas cities and they have some really weird names. So sometimes it's like bent fork, Texas bent over. Yeah. Well that too. Uh, So yeah, I'm not used to it yet. Uh, There's some pretty funky names of cities out here. That's funny because uh, I I mean, Uh, I don't even know the cities in California all the way yet. I seriously still have to ask. And, my you, wife. and you've lived here for like, you know, 19 years or 20. No, years. not 19, but like 12 or 13 or maybe 14 or 15, but it doesn't matter. I've lived here long enough where I should know the cities, but she'll be like, yeah, no, that's by Montebello. And I'm like, mm. and I'll sit there and I'll just, mm. and she'll be like Montclair. And I'll be like, oh, you worked there before in the mall. And she'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I know where that's at. That's still, I still suck at it. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's also weird when the names are, are kind of odd. Like, for instance, the name of the city that I work in is called Farmer's Branch. Oh, okay. Yeah. So why so is that so, go. Oh, you know, I used to see the word farmers in front of things? Well, I don't know. Farmer's Branch is the name of the city. That sounds like the name of a bank. Sounds like a fast food restaurant in Southern California. Farmer uh, Boys. Farmer's Branch. It's Farmer's Branch. It's the, <laughs> it's the uh, alternative to Farmer Boys. It's where the Farmer Boys grew up in the Farmer's Ranch. <laughs> Hey, uh, how you doing? I'm okay, man. I'm just busy. We got a, we have a big week next week, which I can't tell you a lot about, but I will be MIA for the whole week. Um, I'm not going to go too far in depth, but the family and I are disappearing into the mountains for a few days, and we can talk about it probably in a month or so. Great. I, I hear that you are filming something for Playboy Television. No, Vivid. Vivid. Vivid video. Yeah, vivid, vivid video. video. Right. Vi- yeah, yeah, you're not going straight to video. Yeah, you're, you're not classy enough for Playboy TV. Go straight to video. Vivid entertainment kind of person. <laughs> vivid video. <laughs> I'm going to go straight the word to video. Wait, <laughs> use the word video, you freaking old fart. <laughs> some, old, some young kids are like, isn't that just a website? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, kids, rewind your porno tapes because you don't always want to be at the end. Oh. Oh, I got a story you for you. you oh my God. Wind it back to before the money shot. Little tip for you. And if you have the right kind of uh, tape, there's three different types of those shots. But with that being said. Ah, uh, yes, the uh, director's shot. Yes. Okay, so I, uh, you know, I turned 18 once, and when I turned 18, the internet wasn't really a thing. So it's not like I had a plethora of um, different things to When look you at. turned 18, electricity wasn't a thing. Shut the fuck um yes it was uh no i I literally bought my computer when i was 18 by myself but anyway long story short uh 
Damn it. Where are we going with this? What, what were you telling me about right now? You were uh, saying porno. Vivid, oh, yeah, porno. Video. Yeah. So I went and I, and I, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm 18 now. I can go in that back room of those video stores. Okay, now, guys, young kids, people that don't know. Video stores used to be a place where you – it's like a red box, but people, like, helped you inside. So, but there was a room in the back. And then there's someone listening going, how did this someone fit inside that red box machine? I mean, right. what, were they sitting inside and they handed it to you? Like, I'm, I'm confused. It was a store with videotapes, but they had a back room for the porn. That's basically what I'm getting yeah, to. Yes. So with that being said, I'm like, I turned 18. I can go do that now. So I went and rented one. And instead of returning it, I peeled the label off, put the label on like Rocky three or something, put the tape back in the thing and put it back and returned it. <laughs> oh, wow. Very so sneaky. I, so I had the tape, right? And I lived in a house with a bunch of guys. So I don't know how this came up, but that tape ended up disappearing once and, and never was able to find it again. Uh-oh. I know. So Someone, someone decided to lend like Rocky three to their young nephew or something <laughs> like that. Could you imagine? <laughs> You know, I mean, it's the equivalent of now of if you're accidentally sending a file and you think that it's a safe file and then you send something that's like your sex tape or something like that. It's like, that's the, that's the modern day equivalent. It's like, oh my God, that's the one with Mr. T. Wow, that's Mr. T. <laughs> I thought Rocky got a statue in this one, not a, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know, Rocky's training regiment is really interesting. I, I'm curious. As, I mean, he's sweating, so I guess he's working out. This is like, uh, it should be called Rocky back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. By the way, little known fact, Sylvester Stallone's very first uh, uh, camera, on-camera role was an extra in a porn movie. Uh, really? What was yes. he like? Well, how do, oh, I've never, I've never yes, really thought there were extras fact. in porn movies. Yeah, that's a true fact. Exactly. Uh, he was like uh, a guy who was like peering in and watching two people have sex or something like that. But that was his first uh, acting gig. Wow. He, uh, he, he still kind of followed that up with pretty much every role he's ever done. Yeah, he's, he's never improved as an actor. Not at all. I mean, he gets hit in the face enough times. I think that's why we just let it go. <laughs> hey, yo, uh, hey what, why you got a problem with me? You know, I mean, uh, hey. That's that pretty was good. My, that was that, my Sylvester Stallone. That's pretty good. It's way better than your Nick Cage. I tell you that. <laughs> whoa. That's your Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's true. No, Keanu Reeves is more like, whoa. Speaking of that, did you see the new trailer? I did not see the trailer, but I saw the, the, the link, and I just never clicked on the link. But I'm excited about it because I'm totally going to go see it. Yes, Bill and Ted face the music. I knew about this movie a couple years back, um, but I'm excited because it, it, it's kind of like it, like death comes back, which is really awesome. He's, he's, he's old. But uh, I'm just excited because all of them look old, and then there's, their daughters are part of it too. So it's like they're going to be trying to pass the torch if it works out right. Yeah, and I think it's a smart idea, and there's a lot of uh, nostalgia for those types of cheesy movies. Like, it's one of those movies that you know going into it, it's going to be cheesy and stupid, and but that's going to be part of the fun. Yes, 100%. And I think, I mean, it's just like everything else that's coming around now. How cool is it that they had they were young kids trying to get into Hollywood, not doing so great, got these roles, kind of like Dude, Where's My Car with those other douchebags, yes. you know, that they get to reprise these roles as, like, older characters it's just i i just like the way that hollywood's doing it now with all the like star wars and stuff they're like bringing back these characters that were in the original movies and making them just the same age they are now i like it 
Right. And it's, and it's a smart idea. Like I said, it, it, the people who are fans all along, we are now those guys' ages. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're a little bit older, but, but you know, we, we, you know, they're not trying to recast it with younger people who look like them. It's like, no, 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 carry on the story. And uh, they're older now. And yeah. Let's see, let's see where the story goes with them as fathers and as adults. And, and I think the life. next one coming down the line is going to be Ghostbusters. So that one's going to be kind of fun. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know, I want to talk, you, you let off uh, with some music there, and uh, I think it was appropriate. It was uh, Jay Giles' Center Field. Yep. Put me in coach. I'm ready to play Center Field, and it's appropriate because today uh, is the start, official start of this weird baseball season that we're going to currently go through. Yes. Can you give me the rundown of exactly what's happening? Instead of 162 games, they're only playing like 60, right? Yes, and but there, there are oh, some no, changes. Good. Okay, some changes. I want to. I want to read to you some of the changes. And I want to get you know. You're a baseball purist. Uh, I'm a baseball purist. I wanted to get your kind of feedback on some of these. So, first, a couple of the rule changes. Oh shit! There's place. baseball on right now. Yes, there is. The opening day is right now in Yankees uh, and Nationals. I'm sorry. Who? Yankees and I, I need to yank my national. Okay, so I have one question for you, Eric. Who's your favorite little rascal? Is it Alfalfa or Spanky? <laughs> You know it's Spanky. Of course, because <laughs> he gives you the alfalfa. Okay, yes. keep going. <laughs> uh, so, no, there are a couple of rule changes. Obviously, it's a 60-game season just because, you know, the, the world ended and this is all we can do. Because yeah, people but are dying. Right, because there's a few other changes, though, that are pretty interesting. So, for the first time ever, we have a universal designated hitter. So, the American League uh, uh, had the DH rule in 1973. And in the National League, they were still using the pitchers to hit. But in 2020, both leagues will use the DH to avoid overtaxing pitchers by having them hit. See, and I think, that, I think that's dumb because I thought baseball was an all-around thing. That's why I didn't pitch more because I like to hit. And I knew that if it was going to come down to it and I was a better pitcher than I was a hitter and I didn't want to do that. Um, but I, I, I'm good. I'm okay with this, honestly, because they haven't been paying attention to pitchers hitting for so long. So it's a waste of our time, really. So get somebody is, out there that's going to actually show yeah. up and, you know, do something for us. I, I'm with you. Like in a perfect world, I would like to keep it where the pitchers hit and we kind of keep it this purest uh, form. Yeah. But at the same time, a, a sport's got to evolve, right? And I, I think it, it's like, hey, why am I watching a guy who, who swings at three straight pitches and strikes out and walks back to the dugout? Or doesn't or, swing at all. Or doesn't swing at all. Or why am I watching a guy try to lay down a bunt and he's not even any good at it? You know, put in a good DH. It gives extra people jobs, by the way, because how many people in baseball – couldn't hit worth it or couldn't field or couldn't really play a position, but they could hit, you know, I think of David Ortiz uh, for the Red Sox all those years, he couldn't play a position to save his life, but the guy mm -hmm. could rake and you're, you're just giving more jobs to people like that. I think though, in my opinion, this is going to be a rule that sticks around. I, I yes. don't think I, they say that this is only for 2020, but I think it's going to stick around. So the next interesting one that I'm not a fan of. Okay. Um, it says during regular season, every half inning after the ninth inning. So when you go to extra innings, okay, it will begin with a runner on second, second base. base. Yep. If that runner scores, the pitcher will not be charged with an earned run. Um, and it says, uh, over that's a college thing, right? Yeah, it's a college thing. And it's, so, and listen, I understand the concept. They're trying to shorten games, which I'm in favor of because I don't think it's, I don't think we need to play 17 inning games to find a winner. Not at I all. I definitely don't want to tie. But it's like, okay, in a 162 game season, you're bound to have these times where you'll get screwed, where uh, uh, the ball will take a weird hop, 
or the runner on second scores on a wild pitch. Just something stupid where the team didn't really win the, earn the win, but they got the win. Yeah. Okay, but in a 60-game season, if you have two or three of those go against you in a season, you could have, like, torpedoed your entire season. So I think this is something to try when, if, when it's a full season. This shortened 60-game season, it's like, what do you care if they play a 17-inning game? It's like, uh, we're only getting 60 games. It's not like these guys are going to be tired. Yeah, I think that's going to have a lot to do with the the fact that they probably haven't been working out as much and they're not going to be as endurance as much. Plus, they have to do more back-to-back in the roster a little bit smaller too, like the pitching roster and stuff like that. Like, But I, I, beside all that, at least it's back, right? At least you're, we're going to get something to watch on TV, even if it's the most boring sport to watch on TV. Yes, but I love playing. It's my favorite sport to play. It's my favorite sport to to be at, but it's you're right. I mean, even as a I'm a total diehard fan and it's hard for me to watch a full 9-inning game. I find myself watching two innings and then, you know, doing something else for a little bit and then coming yep. back and watching three innings and doing something else. I'm sure I'll have baseball on when NASCAR's over today if, you know, whenever the hell all this stuff happens. I don't even know if NASCAR's on today. And then I got another one, another rule change that I think is is almost comical. Um, okay. So baseball is one of the only sports where uh, throughout history, throughout our entire sports history, they've umpire uh, umpires and managers and players fought and argued and screamed at each other. I mean, think about it. If if a football coach even walks on the field, he's in trouble. It's a penalty. If the basketball uh, uh, player even says one word to the referee, he gets teed up and he gets a technical part of baseball is the umpire coming or the, the manager coming out and kicking dirt on the umpire's shoes and screaming at him, uh, you know, an inch from his face and all that kind of stuff. Well, what's changed is it says players and managers are expected to maintain physical distance from all umpires and opposing players yeah. whenever possible. Players or managers who leave their position to argue with an umpire or come within six feet of an umpire uh, for the purpose of an argument or to engage in an altercation will be immediately objected, uh, ejected and subject to discipline, including a fine and suspension. And they're calling it an unsportsmanlike conduct. So I think you're just basically making it that the umpires can be complete pricks and that the mm. players or managers cannot do it. Think of all the managers or the umpires that are just jerks, Joe West and some of these longtime umpires that are pricks. Now they basically have free reign where they're like, I could do whatever, say whatever, call a bad play, call whatever. And you can't even say anything because you get out for unsportsmanlike contract. Yeah, but do you think, do you really think that's where the umpires are going to take it? Or do you think they're going to be a little more loose on it being that, I don't know, there's a pandemic? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess so, but I think you're also giving, it's like giving cops more power. Like umpires are, are like cops where they, the power goes to their head, right? And you're telling me that these guys aren't going to, uh, uh, you know, I could, yeah, whatever. I don't like this guy. I'm going to call this a strike. And what, you're going to say something to me? You're out. You're gone. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think that everybody's going to be so happy to be just be back at it. They're going to be like, eh, strike zone's a lot, lot, uh, lot, lot bigger than it. I guess, so. I guess they're just happy to be playing. <laughs> yeah. I got one more. I got one more just because I think it's, it's funny. Uh, so have you heard of the wet rag rule? <laughs> no, but is this, is this appropriate uh, for uh, all adults? <laughs> no, it's, it, it's rated PG. Uh, but I, I, that's why I purposely said it that way. I knew you'd think dirty. Um, okay. <laughs> So here's what's funny. I find this just freaking stupid and hilarious that they actually had to sit in meetings and discuss this rule. Okay. It says pitchers 
will be carrying a small wet rag in their back pocket to be used for moisture in lieu of licking their fingers. Pitchers will not, will not be able to access the rag while on the rubber. They must stand off the mound, but they, and they must wipe their fingers clean on their uniform to wipe their hands dry before uh, retouching the ball. So instead of licking their fingers, they're supposed to get a rag out of their pocket, okay. wet the ball down, put the rag back in the pocket, dry their hands on their uniform, then grip the baseball. And you know this is going to be super easily enforceable because they'll all be wearing masks while they're playing. So the pitcher can't can lick the hand because the mask will be in the way. So that one's just a, you know, that's a throwaway. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, 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 think it's, I think it's hilarious though that it's called the wet rag rule. Shouldn't it be calling don't lick your fingers? Well, I, mean, I, you I know, get it. I used to do that. It's when not I, as pretty. It doesn't sound as pretty uh, when you when you do that. But I mean, you're licking your own fingers, so it's not it's not like the first baseman comes over and licks your fingers for you. That would definitely transmit COVID, and it would also be a little uh, odd. But you're licking your own fingers, so who the hell cares? But it's also, I mean, you, you, the catcher's not touching his face because he's catching the ball doesn't really touch anybody's skin unless the catcher throws it back for one. It's just the dirt. So yeah. unless there's like coronavirus in, in the soil, I don't, know. I don't the, understand. I think that the velocity of the ball will actually knock all the coronavirus uh, atoms or particles off of the ball. So they'll be safe. Yes. They should transfer that to hospitals and just start hitting people in the head with bats. Or, or just um, let's get a centrifuge that, or one of those um, carnival I'm sorry. rides. sorry. What would you say? Uh, a centrifuge. Uh, no, let's get one of those <laughs> carnival rides that spins people around really Gravitron. fast. And, and, and Gravitron. And what it'll do is it'll spin the coronavirus off of them. That'd be awesome. They'll probably just throw it all up. <laughs> okay. As long as we're on the subject of sports. It, uh, so the NBA is back. and On uh, the 30th, right? Yes, and uh, I'm not the biggest NBA fan, but I definitely will watch and check it out, especially with no sports on. I'm desperate for sports. But did you hear, so they have this, uh, they call it in the bubble, right? That we're the all compound? These, uh, yeah, the compound. Have you heard how the NBA players are all snitching on each other? No, 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 I haven't. Tell me, tell me, please. So they, they set up a hotline where you're supposed to call and anonymously narc on your fellow players and coaches and, 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 and administrators uh, in the NBA. So this is only for NBA uh, players and coaches and, and, and uh, executives. I want that number. Okay, and so do I. So, so you're supposed to call this number and you're supposed to anonymously say, oh, you know, um, you know Shaquille O'Neal was out partying last night and he, he broke quarantine or he, he, you know, whatever, right? Yep. So, all of, so the word is coming out that players are full on getting stitches because of all the snitches that are happening. Oh. They're snitching on players left and right. And I got a question for you. Why not right before a playoff game, call an anonymously snitch on the best player from the other team? Yeah, no, that's going to be interesting how that plays out because if they're going to be valid points or valid ways or people that or are, you make it up. It's anonymous. You say, Oh yeah, I saw LeBron James. He was a, a, a snorting cocaine off of a hooker's butt. And uh, he was, li he was licking, uh, uh, you know, the coronavirus off of patients in the hospital. He needs to be uh, sent home for a few days. Cause that's what they're saying they're doing is, is that if you're reported, they, they test you. And then while you're waiting for the test, you're not allowed to interact with anyone. Well, if you it's can't right go back in the bubble. Game, right, exactly. So why wouldn't you, if you're about to start the playoffs, just say, uh, we're, hey, we're playing LeBron's, uh, LeBron's team uh, tomorrow in a first playoff game. Oh, yeah, everyone, call on LeBron and tell him that we, you know, we all saw him. Why out. are you saying LeBron's team like you can't just say the Lakers? Um, because the Lakers don't sponsor this podcast, and I didn't want to give them free advertising. Uh, 
well, their first game's against the Clippers, so we'll see how that goes on the 30th. <laughs> but no, I mean, do you see what I'm saying? Though? Yeah, like, no, it's, it's, pretty, you... it's, pretty, it's pretty dumb. I mean, the whole thing, the whole compound down there in, in Florida is interesting that the way they're doing it. Do you see the pictures of them putting up like a, a barber shop and stuff, like everything yeah. inside the bubble? I've been down there before. Which that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. But I mean, wh- where can they go that's not in? Th- wh- I mean, who can- I-, I was told that like nobody can get in the bubble. Like, if your family comes, they gotta like go on quarantine fourteen days, and then they can come out inside the bubble or something. So like, who's gonna be like? I don't want to say importing hookers or whatever you just said. <laughs> like, right. where's LeBron going? Like, is that barbershop going to have a basement, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, I'll <laughs> tell you. How do you get my, him in there? My old buddy, uh, Frank Sinatra, had this great scam set up where he owned a hotel uh, oh, called God. the Cal Neva Hotel. And it's right on Lake Tahoe. And they call it that because it was half in California and half in, in, uh, in Nevada. Okay. So you could have gambling in one part of the hotel and the other part of the hotel you could. And it was kind of, it's a really cool hotel. Anyways. So they, they, the hotel rooms had these bungalows, right, where they were like separate from the hotel. Mm-hmm. And they always wondered for years why all these celebrities, because it was a very average hotel, nothing too fancy about it, but all these celebrities would stay there, including uh, JFK, Marilyn Monroe, and all these places. Okay, they found out years later when they started to tear down the hotel that in bungalow number three, and I went and visited this bungalow, so I've seen it myself. You've done it? Yeah, okay. I've done it. Frank Sinatra had installed, God bless him, a tunnel that led from bungalow three to bungalow one, and then also from those bungalows into the back of the kitchen. And what it would be is you could have Marilyn Monroe staying in bungalow one, JFK stay in bungalow three, but Marilyn could walk underneath in a tunnel and pop up into the closet of JFK's Mm. room and, and she'd come out of the closet. Could, right. Or they could leave together and no one would see them leave together because you would exit out of the back of the kitchen. So all these years, they wondered why celebrities were staying at this rinky-dink hotel. And it turns out it was just a way of everyone could have their rendezvous and, and no one would be the wiser. It's crazy. because they it, need to do for the NBA. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. You could fit two people in some of those NBA players' shoes. Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I'm excited for it to be back. There's, I mean, there's lots going on now, uh, but no fans still. The only place that's still allowing fans is NASCAR, and that's just been since the All-Star break. And, and did you see how in some of these sports they're talking about having it, they're trying to make it interactive where you could log on and click like a button that says boo or yes, cheer can, or something you, like that? You could text something to the stadium and it boos the, <laughs> boos the players. I saw that. Yeah, that's I don't, clever. But how are you going to hear it? Like, how do you know it's your boo? Well, that's a weird think, sentence to I say. Think, <laughs> think, <laughs> all of those players are my boo. Did you get a, um, a cutout, by the way? I did not get a cutout, but I, God bless the person that got a cutout of their dog. And it's their dog sitting behind the dugout of one of them. I saw that was pretty fun. Really? Well, then, my uh, my one friends the got one. Oh, they did? Yeah, uh, Dodgers. He's about three seats away from Tommy Lasorda. Whoa. So one of the reporters had a funny line for that covers the Dodgers. He said, uh, uh, he had two funny lines. He said, uh, you should get the cardboard cutout of you staring down at your phone because yeah, that's right. what people do all things. And then, then he also made the comment. He said, uh, uh, who's going to pick up the cardboard cutouts and leave after the seventh inning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or who's going to make them all stand? Right. <laughs> what about, I got a question. You, you, okay. The, the, your cutout should be connected to a device that allows you to move it to help, you know, create a distraction. Or if you're doing the wave, like you could hit a button and the cardboard oh, cutout pops up. Yeah. Uh, like you're doing the wave or the boo should come out of your mouth 
you know, it's just your avatar. You can be going boo and the little mouth moves. Boo. You, you can know. up you can upgrade to have like a water tank on the back of it so you can spill your beer on people. Ooh, yes. See? And I want my avatar to be able to eat overpriced cotton candy. So I think that that should still be a thing. Yeah. And I, and I want my avatar to have like a really messed up overmodulated volume. So it's like super loud and annoying. Like a lot of those people in those games, you got to have one guy that bangs around on a cowbell or something like that in the stadium that just causes like some weird background noise. Instead of, instead of somebody texting boo, it's like popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there you go. Even the concession people should have avatars that just oh move around the stands. They just go up and down the stairs. <laughs> do, you, do you remember in home alone where he threw the party and he had all the cardboard cutouts of celebrities to make it look like he had a lot of people there yes that's what we need at the game we need to have it where it's like a cardboard cutout on like a, a, a um like a, a christmas train. tree train like the train that goes to your christmas tree just going down section 105 and like just going around in a circle where is macaulay culkin when we need him i think probably on drugs and in a ditch somewhere well, didn't he remake that with all like modern devices, like a Google How Home and like a like an iRobot vacuum yeah, it was like and a all commercial that stuff. or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Huh. What else are we doing in this world? Uh, hey, uh, did you see? Uh, China is usually the uh, <clears throat> the thing that they screw you and they they do bad things on, but China uh, just made the world's tallest swing. Did you see that? <clears throat> no. Is it for? Uh, adult things or is it like the swing in the playground? you always think dirty you always think dirty i don't i just want to make sure that i know what i'm talking about well it's the tallest swing in the world it is mm. um and they hang it off of a cliff so not only is it 30 stores up 30 stories up that the swing is on as you swing out and over you're over a cliff that is 2500 feet in the air wow okay so why <clears throat> Um, Because it's China and they really don't care about their people. You're lucky if they even have seatbelts in that thing. It kind of looks like, I'm looking at it now. It looks like you're over, oh, it's not a waterfall. It's like, it's just, it's just a big construction. Oh my God. <laughs> That's like, okay. So have you, have you been up on top of the stratosphere? Yes, I have. Have you done the one where it kind of leans you over the front and you almost feel like you're falling off? Yes, and I was ready to piss myself. Okay, so I did that when I sat in the front row with my friend who thinks that he was a tough weightlifter and yeah. he screamed, probably like you would have yeah and i'm laughing the whole time now this would probably give me a heart attack i want it to be you wear a base jumping parachute and when you swing way out and over you pull the release things off of your harness and you just float down and then you let your parachute go and you go down to the bottom okay so i've known you for a very very long time yes you don't float I don't float, I sink, but I'm also the guy that's willing to try this crazy shit. Yeah, no, I know. You'll die, but it'll be fun to watch. I yeah, guess. totally. <laughs> no, that looks no, crazy. See, that's actually the thing is I won't die. That's probably the problem. Yeah, right. I, I'll be a paraplegic. Uh, uh, you know, that's my, that's my curse. I, I'm not lucky enough to die. It looks like uh, the St. Louis Arch is just sitting over a big drop-off. Gigantic cliff. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's that's, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. And not something I'm going to do. All right. So now I got two really good SMRT. So let's just spend some time on some SMRT. I am too smart. I am too smart. SMRT. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. All right, what do you got? All righty. So I got two today. Uh, first, I'm going to start off with a nice and easy one. Uh, this one's just for shits and giggles. Um, that's our whole show you know the whole show is going to be renamed shits and, shits giggles. and giggles we should it's... be better at this we should well... be better at shits and giggles <laughs> <laughs> all righty so this story takes place in las vegas oh 
Okay. It says here is a real jaw-dropping crime, even for Sin City, a man making off with a humongous Uh-oh. dildo. Oh, God. And the whole caper is caught on camera. It might be tough to nail this guy because, of course, he's wearing a mask because, you know, he cares about COVID. Uh, so that's, in that's- July 14th... <laughs> In July 14th, he struck in broad daylight, and surveillance footage shows him commonly strolling into the Deja Vu Love Boutique in Las Vegas. Uh, I know nothing about that. I don't know that that's on Koval Street, right on the corner of Tropicana. Uh, park in the back, there's about 15 parking stalls that are close to the thing. But if you really want to park and not be seen, uh, go down the back side street. There's a little place called the Empire Hotel. You'll find some parking back there. and that's real- But I've never been in this place. Um, I heard you so get Bungalow 1 or Bungalow 3 and you're and good you to go. Connect, yes. yeah. uh, anyways, so, so he walked into this love boutique in Las Vegas and he walked out with a massive sex toy slung over his shoulder. It says, this is not slung your Slung over his shoulder? Slung over his shoulder. It says, this is not your average dildo. It stands a whopping three and a half feet tall. It weighs an impressive 50 pounds. And I want you to guess what the name of this dildo is. I, I'm going to give you some guesses. What do they call this dildo? A shack. Ooh, that's a good one. No. Mr. T. We were talking about that earlier. <laughs> Mr. D, if I'm right. <laughs> Look at you. No. Um, Thunderdome. Ooh, also good. Those are all very good names. No, they call it Moby Dick. Oh, good God. That's uh, so... Okay. Yeah. It says, according to the police report, the guy whose idea was concealed by a face mask crammed the phallic uh, symbol into his car. Good word. Made a clean getaway. They say that this is actually a dildo that cost, it was for sale for $1,500. So technically, he, he, it's a federal crime because it is over a misdemeanor. So he could go to prison for stealing a dick. Well, I mean, he'd be in prison with a lot of them when he does get caught. That'll be good, though. Right. That, okay. yeah, he goes to um, prison and they're like, oh, so I hear you like big dicks, huh? And then uh, they're just going to ram that guy. Yeah, yeah. They're going to cram it in him like he did his car. Um, okay. I think you know a little too much about that story. Yes, I do. Okay, okay. Here, here's my favorite one in a while. Okay. I'm going to hide a few details about this because I want to play a game where you, you guess on this. But I'll, Okay. Okay. So, right. Florida man, which, oh, you know, we're, we're back to good old Florida. He wanted to, we're calling this the cool dad story. Okay. okay. So, in Jupiter, Florida, a Florida man is facing felony charges after police say he let a girl drive his SUV and told her to speed because he wanted to be a cool father, even though <laughs> he is not her dad. Okay. What? Let's sink in for a second. He said, <clears throat> the girl had asked earlier in the day if she could drive his Jeep. So he thought, quote, it would be cool. And that he was trying to be quote, a cool father. The police report said he of course told the officers he had been drinking. I'm sure that that's not <laughs> Surprise. Uh, so it says the Jeep was spotted making an illegal U-turn and then sped away at 12.10 in the morning. Oh, my God. On a Monday. Oh. On a Monday. He followed, the police officer followed, the Jeep reached. Okay, well, I'm going to hold back on that because I want, I want you okay. to guess on that one. So he is being charged with child neglect, allowing okay. an unauthorized person to drive and causing a minor to become delinquent because he also bought the girl vape pens. Okay, hold on, hold on. Who is the parent here? Where, where's the parents? So as he's being arrested, he tells the cops, I am a friend of the mother's, oh, and God. she said it was cool. Oh, mom's pimping out the girl. So I want to play a game. Uh, first of all, 
How fast do you think this girl was caught speeding when the cop catch up, caught up to her? Well, you said speeding, so that gives me one hint that it's over a certain amount. So uh, I'm going to say, who? do we know her age yet? Have you said the uh, age? That is going to be the second guess. I okay. want you to guess her age, <laughs> and I want you to guess her uh, the speed that she was going when pulled over. All right. Well, I'm going to guess she's probably about 15, okay. and she was probably going about 102 miles an hour. Okay. This young lady was 12 years old holy oh shit. my god and she was going 93 miles an hour hey i was closer to the you actual were. speed limit than i was and the age <laughs> she was she was smoking a vape pen driving 93 and she's 12 years old and she's in a car on a monday at almost one o'clock in the morning on a monday a.m with a guy that is a friend of her mother's oh man they grow up so fast right <laughs> <laughs> okay there's a whole bunch wrong here one where's the mom now is she in the trunk so uh the mom is now being held also on charges for contributing to the delinquency of a minor because of course she is first of all she's a florida mom mm -hmm. uh second of all in what world in what world in a world you give in a world where you are a horrible parent um could you imagine you know me pretty well would you let me take out your youngest daughter on a trip to go driving in a car at 1 a.m. on a Monday? What flavor is the vape pen? It's Fruity Loops. Oh, God, no. It is great, maybe, but no, not Fruity Loops. God, you're a creep. I am a creep. <laughs> no, I yeah, wouldn't. But, but isn't, that, isn't that horrible? I mean, that is just like a horrible story because well, you're wondering what – this is what the guy admitted to to the officers. What did he not admit to? Yeah, well, a couple more questions I have. Did they say what kind of car it was? Yes, it was a, a Jeep. Okay, so then did they, did they say if it was a single or double? No, but I, I would say that a Jeep is unsafe at any Oh, no, I'm talking about the, the single or double wide trailer. Which one did you oh. live in? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but it is Jupiter, Florida. So I'm going to go out and say oh. a single, single wide. Well, at least there's, an, uh, there's a Uranus living on Jupiter. <laughs> that oh, wasn't a very man. good one. That was, it was still good because you, know, you tied it together. But anyways, so that right. is a Florida man, and uh, I'm kind of disgusted by that. But I'll be honest with you, I'm a little proud of the girl. She just yeah. went for it, didn't she? She just said, "Hey, yeah, mom said it's cool if I have vape pens." Oh yeah, let me get you a vape pen. You know, mom says it's cool when I drive. Oh yeah, let me let you drive. Uh, you know, mom said it's cool when I get sexually molested by a friend of the family, and he's like, "Oh, that's definitely fine with me." <laughs> Jesus, so so crazy. Yeah, he was he is forty one years old. His uh, Sean Mickelson is forty one years old. He's facing felony charges. Sean Mickelson is that the same guy that stole that thing in Vegas? Maybe he she drove to Vegas and she was the getaway driver in the car. Mm. Let's just hope it was used for someone else. I hope so. Yeah, because we'd have uh, to kill someone. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But yeah. he's Florida man, so I think he's going to get off with like a light sentence, like three days in jail and like a $20 fine. He'll probably get a sex change and then it'll be a Florida woman and he won't be fined at all. And we'll have to pay for it. Probably. In prison. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. Well, that's all I got for my SMRTs. Uh, unless you have anything else, I think we're, uh, that's good for this week. Yeah, no, that's about it. Uh, we're going to try to, we're going to release a short episode next week of us. Uh, yeah, check out. It's about the movie uh, Greyhound that just yeah. came out uh, in, uh, on Apple. Which I also called my third home when I was four. I used to sleep on the floor of Greyhound all oh. the time. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, but anyway, that, yeah. 
I, I, do me a favor. Go to thisisfunner.com. Check out uh, the other podcasts that I do that are way better than this one. Um, yes. One of them's with my wife. Uh, one of them's with my daughter. And the, my son has a video game podcast on there. So it's pretty cool. Check that out. And uh, everybody, uh, look out for uh, thisisfunner.com uh, news because I, I, we definitely want to hear what uh, Chris is up to, his secret uh, rendezvous next week with the family of what's going on. I don't even know. Yeah, so, I cannot uh, wait. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking to find out myself. I can't wait to find out who killed JFK. So and that'll be uh, soon here on We Should Be Better at This. All right, everybody. Have yourselves a good week. All right. Talk to you later. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.